Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with WealthWisconsin.com. Brad, how are you, buddy? Good, good. Happy Saturday. Yeah, it's great to be here, and I think uh, it's hard to imagine, but we're halfway through the year already. It's Can crazy. you imagine that? Halfway through summer, too. Are you actually getting any sleep at home with that new uh, beautiful baby boy? You know, not not a whole heck of a lot, but uh, we'll take it. Okay. Hanging in there. We uh, we have an IV for those listening. We have an IV hooked up, so Brad, we can just pump the coffee directly right. into his veins and try to keep him awake here. But uh, great to be here, buddy, halfway through the year, but... You know, I, I think, you know, sometimes these milestones or, or kind of, uh, you know, periods of time throughout the year can be a good time to, you know, kind of take a look at your financial goals. And, and you know, let's talk about why mid-year sometimes is a good time to take a look at your financial situation. Yeah, mid-year is the perfect time to revisit your financial goals because you can look at your, your spending, your saving, your debt from the last six months. Hopefully, at the beginning of the year, you set some financial goals for yourself. Uh, maybe you want to accomplish this or get rid of this debt or whatever that might be. And now you can take a look at how you've done up until this point. And if we need to make any changes, uh, how can we fix it going forward? So um, while things are a, a bit calmer in the summer months, it's a great time to identify areas that you may have overlooked up until this point. So uh, good time to, to, to really check in. Yeah, it is a good time. And I think it's just really about, you know, kind of finding a starting point you know we all enter this topic of fi finances or financial education or you know retirement planning income plan a lot of different titles for it right but mm -hmm. we all kind of enter this with different levels of experience and education and sometimes just getting started can feel very overwhelming and people don't know where to start you know so sometimes you know it can be as simple as looking at you know periods in life where something changes you know maybe you retired this year maybe you moved Maybe you had a new grandbaby or you had a big, you know, life change in the first first half of 2018 and and you need to revisit some of the financial goals you set at the beginning of the year. Maybe your budget got adjusted to account for some of those changes. Maybe there's some type of change in your family situation, a marriage or God forbid a divorce or new family members and you know, make sure you're updating your beneficiaries to reflect some of these changes and you know, there's other important documents that may need to be looked at like life insurance policies, maybe bank or brokerage accounts and retirement plans. These forms typically override your will. People don't realize that. Sometimes people think, Well boy, I have a will but if you have an ex spouse named on your retirement plan, 
and you name the new spouse or the kids on a will, it's going to the ex-spouse, whether you intended for that or not, because those typically will kind of supersede it, if you will. So sitting down with a financial professional, maybe your state attorney, you know, making sure you and your family are covered becomes a really in, important part of the process. And I think a mid-year review can be a great time, you know, to really take a look at that and answer some other questions like, is my income plan on track as well, right? I mean, sometimes we enter retirement and hopefully, I mean, I'm always shocked at how many people don't have any income plan whatsoever, but hopefully you've sat down with somebody and created an income plan. Yeah, you know, and, and even things like a will or a trust, we mentioned the state planner, um, you know, updating the will and the trust on a regular basis. One thing I see a lot is a lot of people will start a trust but they don't put anything in it. You know, they think just starting it uh, starts the five-year period. And it's not necessarily the case. You, you want to make sure that you're putting the things that you want in that trust in there uh, and then labeling and updating with changes in life like a baby, like a grandchild, you know, stuff like that. Make sure that's updated at all times. Yeah, I think those updates become really important. And, and you know, it's just I think sometimes, too, Brad, it's like one of those topics. I mean, you and I are forced to bring up these really kind of ugly topics right like you know forcing people to think about what happens if i wind up in a nursing home i mean really let, let's face it who who among i think there's a reason why 93 percent of people over the age of 65 don't buy long-term care insurance and i'm not suggesting that's the only solution but you know nobody wants to think about that nobody wants to think about dying too soon and what effect financially beyond the emotional aspect but what effect financially that might have on your loved ones or nobody wants to think about what if i didn't save enough or inflation gets out of control and what happens if i do run out of money i mean that's a horrible thing to think about but you know a lot of these topics as scary as they may sound are pretty manageable if we deal with them ahead of time, if we have that plan. Mm -hmm. But having that plan means we have to sit down at different points, look at those financial goals, and talk about some of those uncomfortable topics. So whether you're talking about if you're married amongst yourselves or, or maybe you do have a financial advisor, or fiduciary, certified financial planner, whoever you're working with that's helping you with that, just start the conversations. I think once you get the conversation started, it's a lot easier than you think. It's easy in our minds to blow it up to be this big, uncomfortable conversation, but it doesn't need to be. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show with WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake. we got Brad Allen, sleep-deprived papa here with us today. But um, all kidding aside, we're talking about mid-year financial goals. Kind of overwhelming to think about the fact that the year's uh, halfway over already. But, yeah. you know, good time, I think, these different milestones throughout the year to take a look at your financial situation. Take a look at your plan. Make sure it's on track. But, Brad, it's overwhelming. Where do I start? What do we do here? Yeah, I think uh, the, the, the second thing we want to look at is, is reviewing your retirement accounts. Um, look at the two different ways that you can save for retirement. So you have the, the working years, and that's how much are you contributing to your retirement accounts while you're working, like an employer-sponsored 401K or an IRA, something like that. A good rule of thumb is to be saving 10 to 15% of your income. If you're not there yet, can you bump up your savings by a percentage point or two? Or can you set a goal for yourself? By the end of the year, I want to be saving this much. 
you know, at a minimum, be sure you're saving enough to, to get that company match. That's free money from the company. You don't want to give that away. Uh, mid-year is also a good time to look at the fees you're paying. We often talk about fees in the, the different classes that we teach. Re- retirement accounts are not free. Uh, a lot of people think they're not paying any fees in their 401ks, and they couldn't be further from the truth. So the, the fees are a small percentage taken off the top of the account balance balance each year, but the average fee is 1%. So it may sound uh, not like a, a, a whole heck of a lot, but if you keep putting money into a 401k for 40 years, you could spend a, about 590000 in 401k Whoa. fees over that, four, over that uh, period of time. Because you think about that account, it's compounding over the years. It just keeps going up and up and up, hopefully, if the market's going yeah, up. Right? Right, right. But you're also contributing to it, but they're just taking the fees off the top, and that number becomes bigger and bigger and bigger each year. It really does add up, and you need to know what that looks like. Yeah, I think these working years are what I call the accumulation years where we're really focused on accumulation and and how to grow the assets, but I think you're right, fees are so important and it's a topic we touch on a lot in all the classes that we teach is really educating yourselves. I I think industry-wide as a whole, the data shows most people have no clue, no clue what they're paying in their 401ks or IRAs or investments. So educating yourself so you're more familiar with what you're paying can make a phenomenal difference. We have some data that shows it can really, even a substantial, excuse me, a, a minimal reduction in fees over a lifetime of savings can double what you have in retirement. So, you know, why have so much going out the window? So, Brad, when you talk about, you know, we were talking about the working years, what I refer to as accumulation years and, and kind of reviewing your retirement accounts, then we transition to what I call the preservation years, and that's retirement. Yeah, are you on track with your your retirement planning? You know, maybe the income withdrawals in retirement accounts. Tapping those accounts can be pretty complicated, pretty scary too. You know, you've been told to save these accounts, not touch them your whole life, and now you're starting to have to draw from them. So you want to follow the right steps, or uh, you may up, end up paying too much in taxes or get hit with penalties. So check to make sure your spending is on track and you're withdrawing from your accounts in the correct order. Also, if you're uh, already 70 and a half or maybe later this year you turn 70 and a half, make sure you have plans for those RMDs, those required minimum distributions. Based on the IRS's life expectancy tables, you can calculate how much you're going to need, but there's a steep penalty if you don't take it out. It's a 50% penalty plus the amount you're supposed to take out in the first place. So you don't want to miss that. You want to make sure that if you have to take an RMD that you, you know how much that is, have a financial professional help you out. Um, and, and get that out of there before uh, uh, the end of the year. Yeah, and I think those RMDs, it's it's an interesting segue to maybe talk for a second here about tax strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, love to meet the evil genius who wrote the tax code originally, right? I mean, some sometimes you delay your Social Security till 70 because you get that, is it 8% growth, Brad, from your full retirement? Right, from 66 to 70, yeah. So that's yeah. a pretty phenomenal rate of growth. So you delay this till 70, and then 70 and a half, Uncle Sam comes knocking and says, hey, by the way, you've kept those other retirement accounts tax deferred, so we're going to force you to start taking money out, which means you're going to have some taxable income in ordinary income brackets. So now you potentially have taxable Social Security and a new taxable income stream requirement of distributions in the same year. Mm-hmm. We have folks who meet at our classes, Brad, in their 70s that tell us they're in a higher tax bracket than when we were working. So there was yeah. this whole you know, kind of uh, storyline, if you will, that said, hey, Tax defer your money during your working years because you're in a higher tax bracket. You're barely going to pay any taxes in retirement, so then you can start to take out this taxable income stream. It's no big deal. 
Well, for a lot of our clients, it is a big deal. They are in a higher tax. They have pension, Social Security requirement. I'm just so. How do we deal with that, right? So this can be a great time to really come up with a strong income plan and determine how am I going to deal with these distributions. If you have sizable retirement accounts, you could be talking about some pretty phenomenal income. There's some great strategies to help reduce that income and help deal with that. But again, it's one of those topics you have to talk about and plan ahead of time. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Thanks for spending your Saturday with us. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake and, of course, joined by Brad Allen and Talking about kind of milestones halfway through the year, some of the important topics you might want to hit the pause button, make sure you're reviewing when it comes to your financial plan. And before the break, Brad, we were talking about required minimum distributions and tax strategies. And, you know, why is it that, that implementing some type, I, you know, and I always talk about, Brad, I think this is probably one of the biggest missing parts of someone's retirement plan. We meet a lot of great folks, and some folks come in, frankly, and we look at their retirement plan and, you know, we have to shake hands and say, hey, you're in a great, great spot. There's nothing we can do to help you. Um, you know, I think change for the sake of change never helps anybody. But probably one of the largest common denominators of things that need to be worked on in a plan is a lack of tax strategies or a lack of consideration of, you know, how can I send less to Uncle Sam so I don't have to take as much out? But why, you know, why are those tax strategies so important or what are some of those strategies that you're implementing or seeing? Yeah, you know, I think uh, you and I talk about the why of what we do. And, and, and the why being, you know, why am I taking from the IRA before the non-qualified account? Why am I doing this? And we, when, when we put a retirement plan together, we try to figure out the whys of these situations. So, for an example, uh, you know, early on in retirement, again, you're in the low tax bracket. So maybe you don't have Social Security starting right away. Maybe we want to let that grow. Uh, maybe there's no pension. Maybe there's no rental income. So you're in a very low tax bracket. That's a good time to maybe do some Roth conversions or maybe draw from a 401k to use as your income stream early on in retirement at that lower tax bracket, knowing that we could or, or maybe be in a, a higher tax bracket in our 70s. But that all comes with planning uh, and putting that plan together so we can see on paper in our 70s, we're in the 22% bracket, but right now we're in the 12% bracket. So let's take advantage of this. Let's do some some Roth conversions. Let's start taking money and getting it into a tax-free account little by little so that it has a big impact later on down the road. Yeah, and I think that planning for the decades to come becomes really important. And, you know, it's just a matter of sitting down and coming up with that right straight. There's qualified charitable distributions. Mm -hmm. There's some different things. Again, you know, it's going to be a different strategy, similar to risk. It's going to be a little bit different, you know, for every person and every couple and every family, depending on what the goals are and, the, you know, particular challenges that, that you might have in your family. But, I think another topic when we talk about a mid-year review is checking your investments. You know, what is it that's in your portfolio? And if you're not sure, you know, maybe it's a good time to check in, reacquaint yourself with what you've invested in. Yeah, I mean, there's. It's important to to kind of be aware of of what you're doing in there, not only from a a fee standpoint, like we talked about earlier, but also risk. 
you know, how much risk are you taking? Earlier in life, you could take a lot more risk because you had time to make it back if the market went down. But when you get into retirement, we go into that preservation mode. We want to keep what we have where it is, obviously keep up with inflation and make money along the way, but not necessarily uh, go down with the market if it, if it tumbles. So something that you just, you just want to keep in mind is, is, is what are the fees that I'm paying, especially in retirement? You know, the, the more fees you're paying is money out of your pocket. Um, you know, how are you invested? You know, the ups and the downs of the market. It, at, at Drake and Associates, when we put a retirement plan together, we're putting a plan that shows not only what are the fees that you're currently paying in your investments, but also how much risk are you taking? So we can put you through a, a 2008 or a, even a great year like 2013 and show you that through the ups and the downs of the market, this is how your actual portfolio performs. And the big thing with that is that if we do go through a 2008, you know that you're not going to take all your money out because you put yourself through this situation before. You know what's going to happen next. So it's really important just to kind of take the steps to know what you're invested in and how much risk you're actually taking. Yeah, risk is one of those important conversations, and it's going to be different for everybody. But I think interesting study I read a number of years ago that was talking about what retirees felt the most comfortable financially. And it was the ones, Brad, not with the most largest portfolios or the most money saved, but it was the ones with the most income. And it makes sense if you think about it because they're not as concerned about outliving their money because each month, right, new deposits come in. Right. And that's why it's one of the reasons why I think it's so important to maximize Social Security. We've had a lot of requests this year. Apologize we didn't do one here until July, but we are finally doing a talk on Social Security. For those that want to join us, it's going to be quick, 45 minutes to an hour, in and out. We're going to start at 6. You'll be done by 7. That's going to be on Wednesday, July 11th, and Thursday, July 12th, out at the Sussex Civic Center. And of the hundreds of strategies available, we're going to educate you on some of the most popular. Also invite you to come in. We'll give you a a no-cost, no-obligation report that's customized to you and your family on which strategy might be the most effective. Again, that's on the 11th and 12th this month at the Sussex Civic Center. We do need, spelling up pretty quick, we need people to register ahead of time. You can do that at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealth wisconsin.com or you can always call the office at 414-409-7226 that's 414-409-7226 you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj preparing you for the ultimate vacation here's more of retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj welcome back to the retirement ready show on wtmj I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Brad Allen this week, talking about a mid-year check-in. You know, it's hard for some of us to believe we're halfway through the year already. Before you know it, we'll be talking about Christmas, Brad. Have you got your shopping started? No, I'm or? not thinking. It's still warm outside. So. Uh, you're thinking about sleep, aren't you? Are you going to sneak an extra five right. minutes of sleep somewhere? That beautiful new baby of yours. Yeah. But um, great time. You know, I, I think we left off talking about risk a little bit, why that's important. It's an important topic to discuss in retirement because we all have different risk tolerances. And the last thing we want to see somebody do, you talked about those market corrections. that can and will happen. It's a matter of when, right, um, and, and to what degree. But the last thing we want to do, somebody at some point in your life, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, somebody said buy low, sell high, right? But 
statistically what we see from what we would call a retail investor. That's somebody who's not in the profession for a living but doing it. And not everybody. I think there's probably many listeners today that have taken time and educated themselves and done a really phenomenal job investing themselves. But there's a lot of folks that will get that 401k statement, Brad, each quarter or each year, and they'll look at it and say, okay, XYZ fund did good last year, so I'm going to switch to that one this year, right? And that's a, probably about the worst way you can pick your funds. Right. Um, you know, for folks doing it on your own, there's a lot of target date funds out there. You pick the year that's close to your retirement. You know, theoretically, it's going to get a little bit less risky as you get closer. If you just want to set it and forget it, that's probably your best option. Statistically, they don't perform quite as well over the years, but that could be one way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but what we don't want to do in retirement when we switch, I talked earlier about that accumulation period versus the preservation period. Once we switch the, fl the, the flip the switch, excuse me, and we're in retirement, now most of my clients are telling me, Tony, I'm not as concerned about squeaking out those top returns. I'm more concerned about saving it. And risk becomes important because now, Brad, we're taking money out. We don't get the luxury to say, I'm not going to pay the bills this month. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is put everything into cash, you know, in, in a stable value fund yeah. or something like that. But I do see that quite a bit, you know, and a lot of people don't know how to balance out a portfolio and, and, and have a place to draw from in the good, the bad, the ugly. It's not that you have to have everything as conservative as possible. It's just how can you strike that balance in your portfolio to get you to where you need to be. You have to look at what your goals are. You have to look at uh, maybe a goal is to travel. You want to put enough money aside and, and have that for traveling. Or maybe your goal is to leave everything to the kids. Maybe your goal is to spend every dime that you have, you know? So all these goals uh, come with a different plan. And that's what's fun about our job is every person that walks through our door has a different plan that's put together for them, different goals, different things that we can do. And that's what I love about, uh, about the, the job that I do. Yeah, I think, we're, you know, I think you and I have that in common. You know, we meet a lot of retirees and you get to have these, you know, I mean, let's face it, money's a fairly intimate topic. So you're talking about some fairly personal things. And I think a lot, you know, some of my clients have shared, hey, didn't love what I did, but I, you know, I did what I had to do for my family. And then there's that group and, and you and I are fortunate enough to fall in that that really do love what we do. And mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, to be in a position where we can get to know the families as intimately as we do. And, and you and I, I love these experiences where you can sit down and either someone's not sure if they can retire and you can walk them through the math and see that moment. Sometimes it's full of tears where they realize now I'm working because I want to and this is going to be okay. Yeah, the tears of joy days are the yeah, most. <laughs> yeah, those are great. Or, or you know, when somebody comes in and, and maybe you're able to implement some tax strategies and, and really help them maybe achieve some different goals. Maybe it's they weren't sure if they could travel or travel as much, or maybe they want to help the kids or grandkids. And because of some cost savings, either from you know educating them on fees or tax strategies, you're able to do that. So I think that's a pretty phenomenal relationship and way to be. And you know, speaking of taxes, I don't think it's too early to think about your tax bill this time of year. Now's the time to put your yourself in the best position for the end of the year. So if you're still working, you can increase the amount of money you're putting into your tax-deferred account like a 401k or traditional IRA. This will decrease the income you have to pay at tax time. And another important step is to make sure you're withholding the right amount on your paycheck. Now, it's really important in light of the tax reform that we went through and got put into place in the beginning of the year. Many people are likely withholding too much, and they're going to be getting a big refund. Now, sometimes that refund can be exciting, but remember, the money your government is holding 
it, you're not making any interest on it. You're essentially giving the government a tax, uh, interest-free loan. I can't imagine they do that for us, Brad. So ideally you want to have just enough to withheld that so, so the amount will come as close as possible to the actual bill. You can make changes anytime by filling out a new W-4 form with your employer, or you can sit down with your tax professional now to make sure you're being in a good position. Some great calculators at irs.gov that will help you estimate some of that. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Brad Allen. And we're talking about kind of halfway through the year. It's amazing really to think that it's going this fast, but... Um, a lot of volatility this year. I think it caused a lot of fear for some folks. But beyond the volatility, it being a great time to check in, kind of mid-year goals. Are we on track? Whether you're approaching retirement or in retirement, always a good time to sit down and, and look at some of your goals. And, and, Brad, we always encourage questions from folks. People can write in their questions at radio at wealthwisconsin.com, radio at wealthwisconsin.com, and I believe, Brad, did we get a question this week? We do. We have a question from Sue, and it kind of goes along with what we're talking about today. Uh, her question is, I'm taking more than 4% out per year in retirement, so she's already retired. She knows she's taking out a little bit more than the 4% rule. I've, I've read that you shouldn't be taking more than that. Am I going to be okay? Should I be more aggressive in in the market to make up that difference for what I'm taking out? Yeah, so number of different ways, um, you know, and that 4% rule, I think, thank you for the question, by the way, that 4% rule, you know, it's interesting, there's some new data out that showed there's some decades where if you take 4% or less, you're just fine, and that was always kind of the golden rule, as long as you were taking 4% or less of your retirement accounts, you were fine, you know, and that was based on living, you know, 20, 25 years in retirement. You know, the problem is we've had some ugly decades in recent times, and we're showing a fair amount of time that 4% rule fails. That's too much to take out. So folks, I think, are, are you know, looking at guaranteed income sources and how do I create income that's going to last a lifetime and where I don't have to have this longevity risk. And there's a number of different ways to deal with that income question. You know, but the idea of increasing my risk just have to remember that's a two-headed monster, right? Last year, the market was up about 20%. Um, our most aggressive portfolio made about 20. Our most conservative was at about, uh, I think it was about 8 or 9 mm-hmm. or so. So, so yes, in that good year, you look like a genius if you jumped into that aggressive portfolio, right? You made 20% and you think, boy, oh, boy, you know, I knocked it out of the park here. But on the flip side... Remember, an aggressive portfolio in that 16-month period, 2008 to the beginning of nine, you know, the market lost 52%. You know, so you likely may have gone down 50% or more. And if you were smart enough to not take it out, and maybe smart is the wrong word, but if you were disciplined enough or were in a position where you didn't have to take it out, maybe you're in retirement and you still had to sell low because you had to supplement your income, which is about the worst recipe we can we can cook up, right? But if you didn't, the market took 37 months to break even. So you had to sit there and wait for three years just to get back to even. So I'm not suggesting that risk is wrong. What I'm suggesting to her, Brad, is that 
Let's make sure it's aligned with your risk and it's part of a bigger plan. So there's probably a lot more questions we have to ask mm -hmm. other than just that one. And one of the tools we use in our office is a great software tool, and it's just something I'm absolutely in love with. We've been using it, I don't know, it's got to be over five years now. And we go through a series of questions, and this tool will assign you with a risk score from 1 to 99. 99 being even more aggressive than the S&P 500, right? A very speculative, super high risk. Mm -hmm. Uh, high reward, but high risk. One being cash, something guaranteed, can't lose money, right? Con contractually, FDIC insured, whatever it may be. So what's interesting is people will take this, Brad, and, and maybe they come out at a risk of, of 30, right? But then we plug in your portfolio, and this is something that we'll do when you come take us up on that offer and come into the office. You know, we're happy to take a look at the, this for you. There's no cost or obligation, but we'll build this as part of your income plan. And we'll plug in your current portfolio, and oftentimes, people tell me they're a 30, but their portfolio is a 70, right? right? So that, that leads me to the question, you know, what's the gap here? What, what You tell me you're a 30, but what's making you comfortable more than double the risk? Yeah, and it also the the program also shows the internal fees. How much is that adding up for you? And, and if you're making if the market goes up ten percent, but you only made four, well, what what's what what's behind that? You know. Um, so going back to Sue's question too, I think a big thing to take a look at is is the budget. You know, how much is going out on a monthly basis, and of that budget, what's going to drop off down the road? Oftentimes, when I sit down and do a budget with some clients. Uh, maybe you're paying a mortgage right now, but there's only five years left on the mortgage, but you're accounting for that number for the rest of your life when you're, when you're saying I'm spending this amount per month. You know, there's things that drop off that make a big, huge difference down the road. Um, so that might be something to take a look at for her as well. Yeah, a couple different options. But if you have some questions, give us a shout. Radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. You can attend one of our learning sessions. You can see the upcoming schedule at wealthwisconsin.com, or you can always call the office, 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. We're happy to sit down with you, no cost or obligation, and answer any questions that you may have. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Tony Drake with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Just want to take a quick second. I know we had, you know, these summers feel like you're blinking, they're over, Brad. But, you know, I appreciate, I know everybody's busy. You have a lot of options on who you tune in and listen to. And we really appreciate you taking some time to, to spend with us on your Saturday. You know, and today we're talking about the year being halfway through and maybe some of the things that could present a good opportunity to address some of the issues in your retirement plan or maybe lack of a retirement plan for some folks and some things you want to take a look at. And, one of the topics, Brad, that I talk to my clients about is planning for the holidays. And I think it's an area that gets overlooked, but it can be a real big gouge to the budget if you haven't considered it or planned for it. Last year's holiday season, the, the cost the average family spent was about $1,000, which could take weeks, months, or even years for some people to pay off if you're charging it on that credit card. And maybe it's money that you haven't planned for. Holiday debt is really adding to the problem of credit card debt, which is now over $1 trillion. That's just a massive number in the U.S. And that's preventing people from achieving other important financial goals. You know, we talked about building an emergency fund, buying a home, saving for retirement. So I think it's a good time. It seems like, you know, we're, we're in July and the summer. Why in the heck is Tony talking about the holidays here? But 
making a plan now for how you're going to pay for that makes it a lot easier because you can budget. Really, you want to stick to that budget, but maybe you could start just taking $20 out of each check and putting that aside so you don't have to put purchases on your credit card. Or when you do, you can pay those off right away. I recommend putting this into a separate account dedicated solely to holiday shopping budget so you're not tempted to spend it elsewhere. You know, put it in there and forget about it till it's time to use it. And don't forget, you know, holiday budgeting includes gift, tra- travel, charitable giving. Maybe you're buying little knickknacks or d- decorations. Now, what, what do you guys put up at the house, Brad? All sorts of stuff. It's got to be childproof this year, though. Takes two days to take it down. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Amanda does a great job there, but... Uh, um, so, so just a, you know, it's a little part of the budget, but it can take a gouge in particular if you don't have that plan for and you're throwing that on a credit card. I think it's another great time, Brad, to think about Social Security. Yeah, whether you're uh, getting ready to retire or years away from retirement age, it's important to learn about the Social Security program. So uh, you can estimate your benefits and verify your annual earnings, uh, make sure they're accurate. So one of the things I see a lot is somebody will bring in their Social Security statement to the office, and we'll look at the earnings record, and there will be some zeros on there, and, and there wasn't supposed to be. They were working oh, for 35 wow. years, right, but, right. but for some reason, maybe the HR department at that at that job didn't uh, didn't give that information to Social Security, so there's a zero showing up. And Social Security takes the highest 35 paid working years and averages it out, and that's how they get the number at your full retirement age of how much you're going to get per month. So if there's zeros on there, that could affect uh, the overall number that you're getting. So you want to make sure that anytime I see that, we give the uh, the company that they worked for a call and make sure that we get that information over to Social Security so that they can adjust those earnings. So when there's 500 different ways you can take something, there's a lot to Ooh, it. 500. Yeah. And uh, Social Security goes up every year you don't take it. So from 62 to 66, it goes up 6% per year. 66 to 70, it starts going up 8%. And there's a lot of complex things involved with Social Security. There's, there, there's spousal benefits. There's survivor benefits. There's all sorts of things that you can do to maximize this thing. So you want to sit down with somebody, whether it's us or somebody that can help you figure out the best way to take Social Security. Um, one of the big things I, I try to, to get people to think about is, is think of this social security as kind of this, this retirement fund that you've been putting money into your whole life. And now you have to figure out how you're going to draw from it. What's, what's, what makes the most sense, you know, maybe letting it grow or how much do you want to get out of it? Maybe you're just thinking about your spouse. You want to let it grow as much as possible. So if anything happens to you, the higher of the two social securities is the one that stays for your spouse. So there's so many things to think about. You want to sit down with a, a financial professional that can walk you through what's mathematically the most you can get versus if you take it right away. And for those folks that are interested in learning more about Social Security, I apologize. I know a lot of people have been writing in, but um, we have not had a Social Security-specific education session this year. I apologize, but we are going to do those this month. They're filling up pretty quick. Uh, Again, I apologize. We were able to squeak in two sessions this month. It's going to be on Wednesday, July 11th, and Thursday, July 12th, out at the Sussex Civic Center, we're going to start at 6, and I'll get you out of there by 6.45 or 7. It's going to be quick and right on point when it comes to Social Security. We're going to talk about these different strategies, how to figure out which one is going to be best for you. And we're going to invite you in after that to come in. You'll get a no-cost, no-obligation report where we'll plug in your numbers and really help you determine, of all these hundreds of strategies, which one's going to be the best for me. 
You need to register ahead of time, though. You can do that at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Or you can call the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. Again, we'll be out at the Sussex Civic Center on July 11th and 12th at 6 o'clock at night. We appreciate you tuning in this week. You're with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.